Welcome to Totally Women Podcast. Totally Women is a bi-weekly podcast that uncovers essential health knowledge and highlights inspiring journeys that transforms women's lives. I'm your host, Rosemary Crosdale, a licensed adult gerontology nurse practitioner. And this season, we want to hear from you. Email us at totallywomanpod1 at gmail.com and find us on Instagram at totallywomanpod to join our conversation. While we encourage you to listen to this podcast for health tips, it is not a substitute for a relationship with a primary care provider or clinic. Now let's get to today's episode. This is episode three of season two. I am your host, Rosemary Crosdale. I am a registered nurse and I'm also an adult gerontology nurse practitioner. To all of my dedicated followers, thank you for your continued support. I am so grateful. This journey would absolutely be impossible without you. And to all the ladies who are joining me for the first time, welcome. Welcome to Totally Woman. You will not be disappointed as I discuss topics that relate to our physical, mental, and our emotional makeup. And ladies, understand nothing is off limits. Before I go any further, February is Black History Month. Yes, this is Black History Month. During this month, we get to shine the brightest of light on the women and the men in our history that have paved the way that we can experience the freedom that we're experiencing today. It is on the backs of these giants that we are able to stand in a world that is still not perfect, but still we continue to rise. February is also National Heart Awareness Month. Yes, National Heart Awareness Month. So let's just do a little Black History trivia. Myra Adele Logan is known as the first African-American female surgeon and anatomist to perform a successful, a successful open heart surgery. Logan was the first black woman to be elected to the American College of Surgeons. What an impact this woman must have made during her time. Oh my God, unbelievable. And yes, there's another lady. The first female doctor of medicine was Dr. Rebecca Lee Crumpler, who was also an author. She was the doctor of medicine in 1864, Rebecca Lee Crumpler. Oh my God, what an amazing history we have, even in medicine, to see how our women, right? Oh my God, yes, I am so, you know, when we look at this, we must be proud. Ladies, we are so proud, so, so proud. 
So let's get into today's episode. February is also, like we said, it's National Heart Awareness Month. And ladies, do you know that heart disease is the leading cause of death in women in the United States? The leading cause of death in women in the United States, especially among black and brown women. Heart disease, the rate of death in women is even higher than some cancers. That's how bad heart disease is. So what are some of the risk factors that would cause us as women to get heart disease? And understand that a lot of times, one of the biggest issues with heart disease in women is a lot of times it goes underdiagnosed or misdiagnosed because who normally gets heart disease? It's the men. Most of the workup, everything that we know, a lot of the symptoms, they were linked to men. So when women complain of chest pain, they are viewed in a different light. Either they're undermined or they're undiagnosed in the wrong way. So some of the risk factors that can contribute to heart disease, one of the biggest ones is hypertension. Hypertension, high blood pressure, high blood pressure, uncontrolled high blood pressure. Your age, as we get older, we're more prone to getting heart disease. Familial history. So you have a a dad, your mom, grandparents, you all had heart disease, then the chances of you getting it are much greater. Let's not talk about stress. Stress is like one of the biggies out there. High cholesterol, diabetes, lack of exercise, and also smoking. These are some of the risk factors that contribute to heart disease. One of the ones that I really want to pay special attention to, though, is hypertension. So hypertension, what do we consider high blood pressure, right? What are the numbers? When we talk about high blood pressure, how high does the blood pressure has to be? And according to the American Heart Association, 140 over 90 is what is considered high blood pressure, uncontrolled blood pressure. Ladies, I cannot talk enough about screening. Screening, there's screening for everything. And in this case, we want you to be screened for high blood pressure, right? So therefore, you have to be following with your primary doctor. High blood pressure that is uncontrolled will put pressure on your heart to do more work. So here it is now. If your blood pressure is high, then your heart now has to do more work. In order for us, for the blood, for the heart to plump blood to the rest of, you know, our circulatory system, then it needs to be working much harder. When the blood flow is obstructed, it can also cause narrowing of the heart muscles. And if the heart muscles are now narrowing, the blood cannot flow effectively. And if the blood is not flowing effectively, then there now is going to cause either some pain, some shortness of breath, 
You may become diaphoretic where you're sweating. You may experience some nausea. You may have some weakness or fatigue. These are some of the things that can happen when blood does not flow properly to the rest of the body. And the heart is responsible for pumping the blood. So if your blood pressure is uncontrolled and it's not treated properly, then this can lead to heart disease. The heart is doing more work than it's supposed to. And over time, one of the effects can be heart disease. Screening, as I said, is the most important tool that we have that will help us to know if we are at risk for heart disease. High blood pressure, like I mentioned, right? This will help to determine if you are at risk for heart disease, like I said. Some of the signs and symptoms, and understand, ladies, that some of the signs and symptoms, they're not typical. Sometimes we usually say that if someone presents with heart disease, they may complain of chest pain. You know, the typical thing would be like, I feel like there's an elephant sitting on my chest, right? That crushing pain. Some people say that the pain may radiate or it moves to the left arm, right? That is not a classic sign when it comes to women. So because of that, women sometimes are undermined when they come and they present with certain things. Chest pain. Chest pain should not be taken lightly. If you have chest pain, do not take it for granted. You should seek medical attention right away. I don't care what it is. And don't be like, you know, I have gas or something like that. And then, you know, let me just drink a little tea and it will take care of it. No, if you're having chest pain, you should either call the ambulance or get yourself to a hospital. If it's not a heart attack, then they will rule that out. But you won't know unless you seek medical help. So chest pain is very, very important. If you're having chest pain, seek medical attention. Another thing that sometimes some women may present with is that they may say that they're having GERD. And what is GERD? That is gastroesophageal reflux disease. And sometimes people with GERD, they can complain of chest pain as well, right? So that can be mistaken for a, a heart attack. But how will you know? You won't know unless you have it checked out. Some of the symptoms can be the same. Like I said, it can be chest pain, some chest discomfort. You may also experience some sweating. You may also have, you know, GERD. Sometimes you may feel like there's a sour taste in your mouth, right? Constant burping. You may have some pain. Some women complain of pain in their backs and they're having a heart attack. So everybody's pain is going to be different or unique to them. And remember, Always check these things with your doctor. Check with your doctor. But chest pain, very, very emergent. Make sure you, you get medical attention with chest pain. With adequate screening, hypertension can be treated initially, right? So if you are, you know, you present to the doctor, your blood pressure is high, Right away, we don't put you on medication. Right away, we suggest, you know, some lifestyle changes, maybe changes to your diet, 
you know, incorporate more fruits, more vegetables. If you're leading a sedentary lifestyle, you know, maybe you're at a, a job where you're sitting at a desk, you know, for eight hours a day, you're not getting enough exercise. These are some of the things that we would initially suggest that you would do, lifestyle changes. And then we would follow up, let's say in another three months to see where exactly now your blood pressure is. And this modality has worked very, very effectively where we put people, they make lifestyle changes and they're able to control their blood pressure without taking any medication. But there are those instances where medication has to be incorporated because the blood pressure is still not controlled. And some people will do the lifestyle changes. You know, they may not stick to it or different things may occur while they're not sticking to it and the blood pressure is still high for whatever reason. There may be other comorbidities. Some people, they may have diabetes. They may also have high cholesterol. These are things also that you would need to be screened for a fasting blood sugar to see if you are, if you have diabetes, right? They would also be doing an A1C, hemoglobin A1C, which is a blood work that is used to diagnose type one, type two, I'm sorry, diabetes as well. Okay. Also your blood work will be checked to check your cholesterol level as well, because if your cholesterol level is high, atherosclerosis, right? Hardening of the arteries can also cause narrowing, which is also going to put pressure on your heart with getting blood pumped to the heart and pumped back to the rest of your body. So because of that narrowing, you know, where there's plaque, you may need to be on cholesterol meds to help with that, right? And also this will help to minimize and contribute to lowering the blood pressure as well. Persistent, uncontrolled blood pressure needs medication management along with proper diet and exercise regimen, then that will be able to control the blood pressure. Some things that you should not do. If you are on high blood pressure medicine, now you take the medicine, you maybe feel better. Your blood pressure is now doing better. You cannot just stop taking the medication. So never just stop taking the medication. You should be weaned off of the medication and your doctor should be the one weaning you off of the medication, which is tapering you down. So let's say they started you at a dose of five milligram of amylodipine, for example, which is also known as Norvasc, which is a calcium channel blocker. And that is one of the medications that they would put a lot of, you know, African-American people on because they find out that it works very well for hypertension in black people, right? Now, instead of them giving you five milligrams, they would probably cut it down to 2.5 until they have reduced it completely where now your blood pressure is controlled and you don't need the medication anymore. But never you just stop abruptly taking your medication. So ladies, very, very importantly, chest pain 
emergency. You should go to your doctor. You should get yourself to an emergency room if you're complaining of chest pain. And remember, it may not be the classic sign of feeling like there's an elephant sitting on your chest or feeling chest pressure or chest tightness. It may present in different ways for you. No one knows your body better than you. And if you feel that something is wrong, then something is usually wrong. Trust your judgment, right? Don't let anyone tell you that what is going on with you is not what is happening with you. Don't let them convince you otherwise. Seek medical attention and get the care that you need. Ladies, we have to continue to prioritize our health. Let us try and release some of the burden we have placed on our hearts, right? All of the stressors, we talk about stress. Stress is such a big thing. There are certain things that we cannot change, right? And some of these things, some of these stressors, they can just come in on us like that. You know, it causes your blood pressure to rise. You know, all of a sudden now you're getting a clot and you end up with a stroke. These are things that can happen as a result of high blood pressure, as, as a result of, you know, stress impacting you. Because now you're so stressed out that your body is going to kick into that fight or flight response. And that's what it's going to do because our bodies are such a, you know, it's, it's a, it's just, it's a magnificent machine, if I may put it in that way, but your body, our bodies are remarkable, right? But if we're putting too much pressure and we're not taking care of ourselves and we're not, you know, making sure that we're taking our medication, if we need to be taking medication, you know, we're not exercising, we're smoking, there's smoking cessation that is available. If you're having a hard time, you know, quitting on your own, there are nicotine patches, but you have to discuss these things with your doctor of how you can help to help you to get to use stop smoking or to reduce the amount of cigarettes. We could start like if you used to smoke a pack a day, now you're cutting it down to maybe a half a pack until you're just smoking, you know, until now you're not smoking any at all, right? So we sometimes have to take it in stages and get it down to where we can get it to where we don't need it at all, okay? And the same rings through for our blood pressure, right? We, we are on the medication and sometimes the medication is only needed for a time. You're not going to be on this medication forever, right? Unless you don't follow the proper protocols that is laid out by your doctor. Very, very important. I know that we have a disclaimer, but I just want to put it out there that you have to make sure that you're following up with, with your primary provider. The information that I am providing here, yes, it's information that, you know, can relate to different people and you may even experience some of these things. But always remember to follow up with your primary doctor. Very, very important, right? No need to worry about the things that we cannot change because there's just some things that we cannot change, right? 
So we're stressing about it, but the situation is there and we cannot change it. So what are you going to do? Either you're going to just let this be a burden on you that you're just carrying it and it's weighing you down. You know, it's causing your pressure to go up. You know, you can't do anything because all you're doing is just concentrating on these things that are adding something negative to you right? Negatively impacting you by causing your blood pressure to go up, right? There is only one of you, but you have to treat you like the queen you are, right? You have to treat you like the queen that you are, right? Tomorrow is Valentine's Day, and I just want to take the opportunity to wish all of my Totally Woman listeners and followers a happy, happy, happy Valentine's Day. Tomorrow, I want each of you to be your own Valentine. Yes, you have to be your own Valentine because guess what? The first love, that love starts with loving yourself. So you have to be your first Valentine and do something special for yourself. Do something just for you. Make yourself a bubble bath, right? Treat yourself to something nice, some dark chocolate, you know, a glass of wine if you can, if you're not, you know, something. Treat yourself to something nice. Do something nice for yourself in honor of celebrating Valentine's Day. Something just for you. Ladies, you are worth it. You are worth it. Your heart is worth it. You are worth it, right? You are definitely worth it. As a tribute to the Honorable Robert Nesta Marley, The One Love Movie is also opening tomorrow as well on Valentine's Day. Bob Marley, a true legend whose music promoted messages of love, peace, and social justice and unity among everyone was a global and international reggae superstar. His music lives on today, right? It lives on today. The pioneer, one of the leaders, he is regarded for making reggae music known internationally. I would sing for you, but I'm not a good singer. So guess what? One love, one heart. Let's get together and feel all right. Yes. And ladies, like I always say, let us continue to motivate, uplift, and inspire each other. Until next time, one love.